Welcome to this edition of the Million Dollar Mastermind Podcast. This is where we pick the brains of high achievers from all walks of life and get their hard-earned, real-world insights on winning. I'm your host, Larry Wydell. I want to shift gears right now and talk about when you went to Vancouver. How old were you? I was like 22. And you followed the female, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah. And when you got to Vancouver, one of the shocks, I guess, that hit you was this assimilation is going to take an effort. Was that right? Absolutely. What are some things that happened to you right off the bat that made you realize I'm going to have to figure out how to fit in and, uh, you know, where, you know, you can't uh, be effective if your uh, culture uh, is getting in the way. And so talk about that. Yeah. So (laughs) a few things I remember, you know, I like, you know, the, um, I I didn't realize there's a, you know, there's a, like, there's a cult, you know, okay, I don't want to, I don't want to offend anybody. So I want to use my words very carefully here. I didn't know that there's a, there's a culture of white culture and there's a, you know, immigrant culture. And then there is another culture of natives, right? Yeah. And then when people started talking about, you know, these different cultures, I was like, man, like, I didn't even realize that even before the so-called native Canadians, there was another a class of people here already. So that yeah. creates even more like complication. And then in many conversations, again, you know, I know I don't want to offend anybody. Some people referred to as Indians. I was like, I'm an Indian. You yeah. know, like what does that what does that what does that really mean? Like, you know, yeah. I don't understand. And so um so that was very confusing to me. And then the the next thing what happened was like you know, uh, first of all, most people didn't pay attention to what I was saying or, you know, I, I was like a new immigrant. But then slowly they started saying, oh, you know, this guy knows few things. So let's invite him into some meetings. He can provide some value. And so I remember going into the boardrooms and they were like, you know, planning about all this. And they, they, as I said earlier, they, they'll, they'll make a joke about something. And I will be confused. Like, what what did they just say? And they'll, yeah. be, they'll be laughing at it. And then uh, I was like, okay, you know, they must have some internal joke. Then I realized that, hey, that was an important thing for me to note because that was something about work and project. And that was not just a joke. They were laughing about it, but it was an important piece of information that I completely missed. Yeah. And I really need to understand this. Otherwise, I'll be flying blind, you know? So then uh, that those are the things that triggered my curiosity and uh, you know, just learning about, okay, you know, who are all these people? How do they, what do they believe? And how do they talk to each other? And the challenge was that I got a pushback from my own community. Like, what the hell? Why, why are you trying to learn their own, their ways? Like, you know, just why don't you just stay in your own lane? And I was like, no, I mean, how how do I, how do I make a mark? And they were like, hey, you already make, a, you know, you, you, you got a house, you got a car. What else, what else do you want? Yeah. I'm like, no, there is more out there, man. Like, you know, there's more out there. So it has been a huge challenge to just be on your own and, and trying to learn because you get pushback from everywhere that you don't come into my lane. 
or the or my own community says hey don't go into their lane it's just uh, it's just been a, a very interesting experience if it's any consolation to you we go through the same thing mm-hmm. you know if you are like don't don't you know you know you're you're not like you were you know you 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 know you you're trying to fit in over there you know yeah. why did you move why did you move over to that side of town yeah you know was this not good enough for you or what you know and so people are always trying to hold you down because yeah, yeah. it makes yeah. them uncomfortable when you move up you know they can't yeah, understand yeah. it but on the other hand, they're not supposed to understand it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I found eventually. I was like, I was just pressing over nothing because, you know, I, I they just don't see what I am seeing. And that's that, that's what it breaks down to. So, yeah, I mean, you learn after you get there. But before you are there, you're always anxious. What am I doing wrong, you know? Well, part of the thing that I would tell you that that's part of your job as to to get them to where through you they can learn and they can see things yeah that they never would have seen or thought as a possibility we have some people in our company that from like Colombia yeah. that uh came to the United States no one in their family had ever been to college mm-hmm. uh you know high school was the the limit and because you know one of them came over here and was successful uh all of a sudden now uh, you know, went to college here and became successful in, in business and all. All of a sudden now, all of the grandchildren and, and cousins in that community now, they're, plus they would never cleave me uh, leave Columbia. But now, yeah. they're, you know, they're touring Europe and they're going yeah. around the world and they're going, they're all thinking of colleges and a lot of them coming to the United States. It's just because of one person made that breakthrough yeah. and... It, they didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. And so in terms of making a positive impact in the global thing, that's great. But the fact that you know that you can, through your own example, make an impact and open eyes into your own community, that can be life-changing. And yeah, that can exactly. be generational changes. Right there. You know, take yeah. the lid off and get some yeah. light in there uh, where they can see possibility. Basically, what do they see? They see possibilities yeah, yeah. that are there that right now they're not seeing them. And so <laughs> let me ask you again now, uh, uh, the, the, did you have a job when you moved here? Was there a job already no. waiting for you? So what I did was, uh, you know, because uh, I, I was, um, you know, I got access to the internet uh, six months before I came to Canada. So those six months I consumed in applying for jobs from there. So I had a couple of meetings already set up before I landed. Uh, that didn't really result in into a job opportunity, but it told me that I'm on the right path. That, hey, you know, even before I landed, somebody is willing to, you know, give me their time and listen to me. So I was on the right path. Um, so I, I just kept doing whatever I was doing, applying for more jobs. I got first job within two months. Yeah. And so you made the scouting trips that kind of gave you information on what else you needed to know to prepare to be successful here. Let me ask you this. When you said you went uh, three years ago and you said, uh, I started applying AI to my situation, let the world know I existed. What things did you do with AI? See, the thing is that um, with it, so marketing and getting your message out there, the first block we have is 
how what do we communicate what do we say to people right. that will resonate and most of us are not gifted writers or gifted you know uh, eloquent speech writers or whatever it is right right ai can first of all solve that problem right so so first okay even before that you said targeted marketing first of all it can help you figure out who's your target audience what do they want to talk about what do they want to hear and be, uh, us humans we are not capable of doing all this like we we right. cannot get it we cannot we have to be in that circle to be able to hear them to say oh okay now i know what you're talking about but yeah. ai and data can help us figure out okay these are the things they want to talk about now you can craft the message using ai and now the thing is you as a human being even if you are a the most efficient sales person you can make maybe 60 calls a day 70 calls a day 80 calls a day with ai i can talk to a thousand people in an hour no problem a million people in an hour no problem right so the amplification and the and the precision that you can get with this kind of technology you, there is that is why i said if people don't embrace it now in 5 years they're going to be like you know they they they're going to be behind For those of you who are sick and tired of fooling around and are dead serious about wanting to move up fast, I've got something especially for you. I've combined the best insights from over 40 years in business and making 70 million dollars in income and compressed them into a free webinar. That's right, it's a free resource. If you want to find out exactly what the concepts are that I use in coaching million dollar earners, register now at whitelonewinning.com. you'll discover the five part framework used by so many to reach their financial, personal and professional goals. You can find that link in this episode's show notes. Now, uh when you say AI can help you craft your message, what do you do? Get an app that's an AI app and cuz you see those on Instagram all the time now advertising you know help you write blogs now i've got a bad attitude about that because uh there's so much phony uh information out there by people who have no clue but the, what they do is they you know they type in on google a search for mm-hmm. you know how to sharpen knives or something mm-hmm. this whole thing and uh it's basically generic information exactly and so, exactly and so how do you get uh specialized uh you know yeah. type this this was that's that's what I always think when I see AI is going to help you write your blog AI is going to help you solve your content creation situations like well maybe if i wanted pablum you know if i wanted yeah, 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 yeah. serial i didn't really want anything yeah, really yeah, yeah. but then, see, that, then i'm going to be represented to the world as nonsense you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, see so, that's where that's where uh, you know the top top 1 or 2% people are separated from the rest right so when i when i think about all of this it's more about the human connection it's, right. it's you know a blog if you break it down what is it it's 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 you trying to portray your personality right. and you want to portray your personality in a way that resonates with the other person right, right. so what we what i focus on is how tell how do i tell my story you know just like all these elements of me back working in a factory you know you know looking at these magazines these are the components of the storytelling 
that um, that resonate with people because they see their own struggles, they see their own, you know, their own past in all these little things, right? So AI is is it can it will do whatever you want it to do. If you say, hey, write me a blog, it will write you a generic blog. But what we do is we say, okay, let me know you as a person. Who are you as a person first? What are your special qualities? What is your story? And now, how do I want to project it to the right people that will resonate with your story? Uh huh. Okay. You know, and that's where the AI can do a beautiful job. But you really need to have that mindset first. You need to have that. You know, just like what we were talking about. You know, uh, everybody is involved in like the 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 you know the grunt work, the the, the low level. But once you across the threshold you say hey there is a different world out there you know you think differently right. you know and once you get into that mindset now ai can amplify that and and accelerate that in a in a way that no other technology can you know that's i know that is where things are going and it's just a matter of figuring out how to get there as quickly as possible uh let me ask you about this how far along were you with your relationship with the female? Were you married before you came or were you still pursuing her, dating her? No, no. We got married, then we came here. Uh, okay. But unfortunately, that relationship ended uh, wait, almost three years ago. So, Oh, I was going to ask you if yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to ask you if that was worth the move. But anyway, she she was she was very helpful in getting you here, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. There is no regret. Like every relationship is uh, is a lesson that you learn uh, in life. Um, so every relationship has its own expiry date, I guess. Um, and yeah, it it expired. Uh, but I got a lot uh, of learning about myself. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, you know, I got my beautiful kids, which has that, that has changed my life. So I cannot say anything uh, wrong about it. But but yeah, that was that's the story. Now. When you look forward to from where you are now, what excites you? What possibilities uh, excite you the most uh, for projects that you yes. can do, yeah. uh, uh, adventures? You know that yeah, you yeah. can. You know the, what? What is the most exciting thing is I see a, a, an a, a, an era of extreme abundance extreme abundance where everybody can afford everything that their heart desires and that i believe will happen within the next 5 decades and the reason is because if you see as as an experienced person 80 to 90% of the economy is basically uh, doing things to produce the 10% of the value that we consume meaning all the banking infrastructure all the insurance infrastructure all the you know the, the the stuff that needs to happen because we we are inefficient we don't trust each other the, the institutions are there to just control our own emotions to produce the value like the the, the things that we want to consume um, and and that that's where that's how the economy is set up you see what i'm saying right so when ai takes over when blockchain comes in full force all that 90% of the 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 cost of the goods will vanish right and why and why is that because the 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 robot is not going to ask for the same salary it's not going to ask for the same same uh, uh, you know uh, level of right. uh, healthcare 
So the, the cost of the goods that will be produced will go drastically down. And then what will happen is everybody will be able to afford what they can. But on the other hand, we will have a lot more time to spend on the things that we really care for, meaning we will have more human connection. We will have more creative jobs. We will have more you know, jobs to listen to each other. You know, like today, today you can actually earn at least $100 an hour just listening to somebody. Because people yeah. are so lonely. You know, you go on these jobs, job boards, uh, Fiverr and, and all that. There are people who will uh, take $100 just to listen to you, you know? Really? So, yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. That, that, that's a little bit overwhelming. $100 an hour. Wow. So, so, you know, that's what I see in the future. That's what excites me. So that's why I say AI is such a technology that, uh, that has the power to change the way we actually think about how we live. And like, you know, so, so imagine a world where you don't raise kids to say, hey, you, you need to go to college so yeah, you can get a job. They'll say, hey, you know, find the best passion that you enjoy and focus on that and the rest will fall into place automatically. Let, let me ask you this. You write uh, two best-selling technical books, and you get the attention of uh, Barack Obama and Bill Gates. Was that for the patents? That was for your courses? Was that for the books? What was that? So that was a, a, a technology that we built for helping students not drop out of colleges because uh, 30% of the students, they drop out of the university or college degree within the first two years. And the reason is because it's linked to what I just said. The reason is because they find out that whatever they enrolled in is of no interest to them or right. is too difficult for them. Right. So, But they've got into that degree program because their friends forced them, their family forced them, their career counselor forced them. And so with technology, we can say, okay, who are you as a person? Let me recommend the right course to you, just like Netflix recommends shows to us. And yeah. I can recommend the right course to you and you will do very well and you will be able to complete your degree program. And so that program was so successful that President Obama mentioned it in his speech multiple times. And actually Bill Gates invested in that project. Ah, and so what are these courses? You've got 75 courses. Uh, 75 courses, 180,000 students. What, what, what are all these courses about? It was all about uh, teaching technology to people. Um, you know, these are very, very hardcore technical skills. So again, this was the first phase of my three-year journey. You know, I created those 75 courses in about 12 months. And, um, and so it was all about teaching technology and uh, teaching engineers how to apply the technology in the real world. Because I noticed that even when they go to university, they, they get such a outdated information and they get like right. Very, yeah, right. The, right. theoretical information that when they come out in the real world, they have a shock. They have a culture shock. It's like, okay, uh, how do I apply what I learned? So my my thing is, you know, because I learned on the job. I, I have no like, you know, fancy degrees or anything like that. So I'm like, okay, you know, I want to teach you how you can learn to produce value in the world, um, not just like learn uh, some books and, and say, okay, I'm 
Um, I'm a technical person now. Where did you get the idea for these courses, and what was your first course? So, you know, again, um, uh, the the story behind that is 2018, I lost my mom. Um, she was in India, and my whole family is in India. So I wanted to change my life and business such that I can travel back home. And so I was looking for an opportunity to build a business around it. And that's when, you know, education came along. And my first course was about Jenkins. It's a, it's a you know, it's a technical uh, platform to help people automate uh, things in their projects. Uh-huh. And so I find a, I found a platform uh, where people are looking for these courses. Then I used my skills to figure out, okay, you know, what is missing here? What is not already there, which is popular among among people to learn? And then I created a course on that, and then and then I started building more and more and more and more. Yeah, pretty amazing. Thanks for listening to the Million Dollar Mastermind. If you felt there were any valuable takeaways from this episode, please take a minute and leave us a five-star review. Your feedback is important and really helps us get the word out to a wider audience. Remember, we have a valuable webinar that is absolutely free. Register for it right now at whitealamwinning.com. Thanks for listening.